0: Ordained ministers now having Wednesday church out of their homes. And I'm telling Carrie, Carrie's experience. People saved, people delivered. We still have our hub here. And this is what's so awesome. God set an order for us to expand. When Gene came, he started Saturday nights, equipping the saints. Then I came along and he says, Okay, Lee, you're gonna teach on Wednesday. So now it was Saturdays and Wednesdays for five years. And, you know, he said, I don't care who shows up. You always teach on that Wednesday. Somebody always showed up. But what we came up with is like when he get his revelation, I w- it's you come in here, you're like, what did you just say? I mean, you're just writing notes. <laughs> and you really got to go home and spend time with God <laughs> to get that unrevealed knowledge. But then the Lord always put it in my heart. It was amazing. I could sit here for four hours and listen to Jean. You know, that was supernatural. But then on Wednesdays, I could condense it all into an hour from a basic revelation. And see, then it started building this house. This house started building. More people started coming. More people started growing. And the beautiful thing about this ministry, there have been people who have come in here, got what they needed, raised up in their place, and boom, we got people in Arizona, Jamie. We got somebody in Atlanta, Debbie. We got people that came in here, got what they needed, and then went out to do what they're called to do we got brook in where she lives lakeland we have people that come get built and go out and they experience greater things out there than they did in here we are vessels god wants to expand him in your vessel so he can expand us out in savannah all right so praise god We are going to gain territory this year. It's about gaining territory. Brunswick. It's about Hinesville. It's about Jessup. It's our outreach for the ministry of just meeting with other churches who will connect. Man, our job is to bring the glory of God to let it manifest in a house so people can be changed and sent out. Put up Matthew 25 Give me verses 14 15 and 16 i'm going to read you a really quick story here about how do we know it's kingdom life's time how do we know it is our time now to really expand out these borders before i show you some graphs i want to read you two little stories and the first one is for the kingdom of heaven everybody wants the the word says we're to bring heaven where on earth right so it says for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. Now I'm just going to teach as we go along on this. We're his servants. Okay. Christ already came on the earth. He, he, he actually, he is like a man traveling from a far country, man. He was in heaven. Don't we all want to be in heaven? We want to be in that far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. We have received his goods. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on his journey. Man, isn't it amazing when we find Christ and we start experiencing something about ourselves and him and then we feel like he left us? Right? Haven't we felt that? We got our deliverance. We got our healing. We got this. And then it's like, where is he? Right? If Christ is in us, And we are born again. That seed never leaves you. You may feel like he leaves. But he is is developing you. But when he comes, he gives people different portions to their own ability. Then he who had received five talents, he went. And he traded with them and made another five talents. That's awesome, isn't it? So there's when we capture what he gives us. And then we... We trade with another. So Robin's an evangelist. Robin came to live with me for several months. I'm gifted in teaching. Man, it was amazing to live with Robin. Do you know what I'm saying? We, we, she waited outside my room every morning after worship, and we would just talk the what? The word. God would rearrange my schedule just so I could talk the word. We were trading back and forth. But it was developing a kingdom. All right, next verse. Give me the next three. 17, 18, 19. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money, lowercase. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and they settled accounts with him. So the Lord came back and he said to them, he said, good and faithful servant, the one who gained five, now I'm going to do what? Give you five more. The one who gained two, he said, great, I'm going to give you what? Two more. But to the one, this is where I need to tell you to jump. I need to tell you to jump to. I feel like you hear me breathe. I need to exercise. Jump to Verse. Jump to verse 22. All right. He also said he had received two talents. He came and said, Lord, you delivered me two talents. Look, I have gained you two more talents besides them. Next verse. You have to move quickly on this one. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Now enter into the joy of your Lord. Next verse. Then he said, who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not gathering, where you have not scattered seed. Next verse. And I was afraid and I went and I hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. Now, this is amazing to me. This is how the Lord spoke to me on this. He said, when we receive the seed of Christ in us, we have a responsibility to develop people, to expand his kingdom. This ministry is ready to expand because we have received people in this house. We have received five. We've made five more. We've received two. We've made two more. But when people come in here and they experience what's here and they leave and they are afraid, they are afraid to use the one talent. The one talent that he gave him, and he puts it aside and just holds on to it and waits for that time. He tells him, He says, Look, there you have what is yours, but you didn't do anything to expand. The kingdom of God is about expansion. You can't accept Christ in your life and not be motivated to want to bring another in. You cannot, you cannot, there's a boldness that has to come over your voice and your sound through relationship to draw another one in. So it's through that relationship. Go to the next verse, 26. But the Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Next verse. So you ought to have deposited your money with the bankers and at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. Okay, now let me tell you the signs in this story. So everybody gets the story, right? Here's the first sign of movement that we have been faithful servants. Because with the ability and the talents that we've been given in this ministry, we have expanded. We have more evangelists, we have more pastors, we have more teachers, we are expanding the five talents. All right? We actually see a change in numbers, but not numbers in the seat. It's about the numbers that have happened outside this door. We can have every seat filled, but there are still more people connected to Kingdom Life Ministries. It's not about who comes on a Saturday night because we have seen numbers in their change to what they needed. We are reaping where we have not sown. This is really deep. We have gathered where we have not scattered seed. That's a sign. That's a sign we're ready to expand. We weren't like the one servant and hid it. We actually, actually, when we grow five more or two more, those five go out the door. And they, so there are places this ministry is receiving from, not because it's where Gene planted. Gene didn't go to Jessup and plant something there. Gene planted something in one person. Now that one person was responsible to go out and do what? Double what they've done. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't have to go beyond this door, but the people that have received from me through Christ, they're taking Christ outside this door. Man, how many times have we said, I don't want to do it by myself? Do you know what I mean? I don't want to do this by myself. I don't want to do this by myself. God expects us to rise up and go out. He expects us. So there are places you have already been and people you have already meet. And you have deposited the word. You may have helped bring salvation to somebody. You have, might have helped somebody mature. And this ministry reaps from that. A place we might have never been. We've got Jamie in Arizona. It makes me amazed. She still worships every morning. She ministers to people. We're in Arizona. We've already expanded. Do you get what I'm saying? That's not a place where I have sown. We sow into people. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's where they were saying. When the man took the talent and said, I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm just going to see you in heaven, right? And he's like, okay, what did you do? What did you do with what I gave you? See, where is a responsibility that we have in Christ to keep expanding his kingdom in the earth? So people know the vision and know the truth, and they grow in the vision. So I love that. Here's the other thing the one who worried about his return produced nothing. The one, God tells us in Matthew, that we are not to worry. We are to be anxious for nothing. If we are doing his work, he has everything we need. He has our clothes. He has the wealth. He has whatever things we need to build what he has to do. But the one who worried, his return produced nothing in the end. We give and receive, but we don't give to receive. This is so key. I had that circle. How do you know we're expanding? Because we're not sitting here worried about our return. We keep pressing out. We keep building the talents. We keep trading. We keep gaining. We keep helping. We keep drawing. It's a constant flowing cycle. But the one who worried about his return produced nothing in the end. We give out what he has given to us and we receive not always where we sowed. But we don't give to receive. We're always going to be receivers. If you actually produce Christ and it matures in you and you go out and do where you're to go and what you're to do, He already says, "I have a what? A return, and not just for you, for your descendants. If you will keep growing every step in every place, you're already going to reap. We don't live in a buy-sell. You can't make enough money to buy him. You can't do it. You have to grow what's in you and give it out. How do we know this ministry is ready? We weren't like the one, we were like the five and we got five more. We were like the two, we got two more. And we're gonna keep rotating it and keep expanding it out. Now I'm gonna give you an example of a bad king. I like it. We should know the good and we should know the bad. I'm going to give you an example of the one who buried his talent. Go to second Kings, second Kings 1225. This is so awesome. When the Lord gave me this, he gave me this back in, back in June. And every time I was like, Lord, help me understand. So I open up this page every time. I mean, but this is what the church is doing. So now I'm I showed you what we're doing. Multiplying, Right. We are both supposed to be abundantly multiplying by sowing and reaping. But here's what we're not to be. It says, now I'm going to, I have to read this story. Second Kings. Yes, it is. Second Kings 1225. It's one Kings 1225. Okay. Does everybody know? I don't, I'm going to read this and don't try to understand this. I'm going to read it and then I'm going to teach it. You got it. All right. So you guys are all going to stand by your vantage point of understanding (laughs) if you know this story. I'll just give you a quick highlight. Solomon was king. Solomon died. His son, Roba Rehoboam, was was to to become the next king. But there was another servant, Jeroboam, who actually the the kingdom was divided between the two. So these are the two kings. It says, then Jeroboam built Sheshem in the mountains of Ephraim, and he dwelt there. Also, he went out from there, and he built Empenul. Next verse. And Jeroboam said in his heart, now the kingdom may return to the house of David. Did he have a good heart? Yes. David built worship for God. He built the worship needed to expand the kingdom of God. Next verse. If these people go up to offer sacrifices in the house of the Lord of Jerusalem, then the heart of his people will turn back to their Lord. Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they will kill me and they will go back to Rehoboam, king of Judah. So the two kingdoms were at odds. And the one who God said, I'm with, Jeroboam, was worried about the other who was going to come kill him. Next verse. Therefore, the king asked advice. And he made two calves of gold. And he said to the people, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, which brought you up from the land of Egypt. What is happening here? People had to go to Jerusalem. Jerusalem means peace. People had to go to Jerusalem to worship. But he says, No, I'm going to build two other ministries i'm going to build two other worship centers so that people couldn't have to go to jerusalem because he was afraid that the other king was going to kill him if he sent his people to jerusalem isn't that amazing how many times have we had the power struggle of what to do and what not to do am i going to do what my spirit want am i going to do what my soul's telling me my spirit could tell me to go out downtown right now and start ministering in a specific place right but my soul might say, whoa, it's too late. I could get killed down there. Do you get what I'm going on this? Okay. So here are your gods. See, God challenges us in expansion. Who's going to be your God? Are you going to stay where you are where you think you're supposed to be? Or are you going to start taking up that Christ in you and develop your soul and go where he sent you to be? See, fear sets in, and we go back to the old gods. And in the Testament, instead of sending people where they're supposed to be to Jerusalem, he says, I'm going to make two golden calves. (laughs) All right. So, and he asked for advice, and he made two golden calves. Go to the next one. Oh, hold on. Go back. Here are your gods, O Israel which brought you up from the land of Egypt, that means they were going back to the old ways. If we are an apostolic center and we're gonna expand, we can't stay in how the church does things. We have to move out of that way. We can't go back that way. We can't. This ministry is not a setting up, trying to set up a system. We're not trying to be like the Catholic church, the Episcopal church, a denomination. We're trying to be a place where the spirit guides our development. He presses and expands the vision. Go to the next verse. And he set up one in Bethel, and he set the other he put in Dan. Next verse. Now, this thing became a what? Sin. For the people went to worship before the one as far as Dan. It got people off course because it became comfortable. When God is expanding, you have no idea what he's going to do next. In fact, the Lord told me, it's like when he sent them out of Egypt, he sent them on the path, right? To go out of Egypt. Boom, they hit the Red Sea, right? It said in the word that they had to wait. Another version says they had to camp. Okay, if you're camping a tent, that doesn't mean you're moving, it means you got to stand in a place. Okay, back in Egypt, the leader says, hey, I, I changed my mind. I don't want to set them free. Go get them. While they're, but yet, they went right where God told them to be. They, he said, camp. He said, wait. And they're like, we have nowhere else to go. Hey, if you ever looked on, I looked this up. If you ever looked from the sky down at the Red Sea, that's a really long sea. It's not like they could go around it. Do you know what I mean? There was nowhere to go. When they sensed that Egypt was catching up with them, Egypt means bondage when their bondage, their past was catching up to them, they started wanting to fall back a few of them and say, let's just go back. Let's just go back. But when you're expanding something, that's how tight it feels to burst something. It's between you and the water. <laughs> and it cannot be released until the rod was pointed. The rod is the word of God. When you are actually at a matured vantage point, And you have gained a revelation. And it is, I love this, a holy, sacred movement. Man, a word go forth, the sea parts. And you go through and it swallows up your enemy. That's why we know we're ready to expand. We're ready to expand. Because we're not trying to create a church. We're not trying to create a denomination. This ministry is not trying to become like any other ministry. It's going to be what God called it to be, and he will call out the word, and he will divide whatever we need, but it's going to feel like we're what? Camping in an area where we're like, this makes no sense. How many times have we have felt as this ministry has grown, where is it going? Come on, I hear it. <laughs> where is it going? Where is it going? I feel like little Miss Encourager. It's going great. <laughs> ask the Lord, why is it going great? And when I asked him, why is it going great? He gave me the thing about the talents because he said, why is it going great? You're reaping where you haven't sown. You've expanded five talents. You've gained two. Do you get what I'm saying? We are developing a true fivefold. We're really gaining talents in here. People are changing. He showed me people are changing. It's an assurance that this ministry is going where it's supposed to be. It may feel like we're encamping for some time and we've got a Red Sea, but we will wait and we will stand for the right moment for the rod to be called forth. And it will part the seas. Next verse. He made shrines on high hills and made priests of every class of people who were not the sons of Levi. Back then, you couldn't just make priests You had to be a descendant from the tribe of Levi to be a priest. So what do people start doing? Come on. How many of you have been in a ministry? Let me, let me ordain you. Let me do this. Let me put you to work. Okay. This ministry, I loved it. On ordination night, Gene says, man does not ordain. Man does not, Jesus does it. He calls out each person. He shows Gene. Now it's ready to work with this one. Let's do this with this one. But people have to keep coming in the building so that they can expand out this building. So many beautiful things have happened outside this building. Signs, wonder, and miracles. Next verse, we have two more. Jeroboam ordained a feast on the 15th day of the eight month, like the feast that was in Judah. And he offered sacrifices on the altar. So he did at Bethel, sacrificing to the calves that he had made. And at Bethel he installed the priests of the high, which he had made. Go to the next. So he made offerings at the altar which he had made at Bethel on the 15th day of the eighth month, in that much month which he had devised in his own heart. And he ordained a feast for the children of Israel and the offered sacrifices on the altar and burned incense. So, what was that saying is, what was so sad is, he didn't have enough trust. The God who gave him the job, because he was a good servant, To rule Israel. Now he decided. I don't know where to go. So now I'm just going to create what I know to do. And I'm going to make that. But it wasn't what God called him to do. In fact I'm going to read it right out of the book. Because it sounds so good. I read this. And it was so beautiful. It says. Instead. Of trusting in the Lord. To establish his reign. What he was called to do. As promised in the word. Jeroboam became fearful that he would lose the people and responded to the method and sinful manipulation of Egypt. He set up new worship centers to rival Jerusalem. See, he blocked the people from going to Jerusalem. He just created the worship center that they could come and be induced, but never advanced in the truth. Oh, come on. If you guys don't go home and worship God and you just come here for the presence, you're being just that. God showed me we can't advance until we get worshipers who worship outside these doors. We can't advance unless we have have altars set up in other homes. We can't do it. But guess what? Fear can make us start to set this up just like that because we're afraid we're not going to fill the seats. But it's wrong because the way God advances something is He's going to do it his way and he's going to test your trust to see if you're going to do that. But are we going to just break off and become like another calf? That's not what he's called us to do. He's called us to expand his vision and trust with him. It says, I like that, to rival New Jerusalem. Worship centers can be created so you don't have to go do that. It's when the Lord showed me these visions protect a sacred place because it's not telling you what to do. It's making you work the relationship with him. That's what's so important. So many people in here have been ordained. We had nine people ordained working a relationship with Christ so that they can take it in their home so that they don't, we don't want to block people from seeking him. We don't want, we don't want people just to sit in the seats and take it in. We want them to come and experience it and then take it out and go find it yourself because we are blessed to be in the time. We are blessed to be in the times that Christ is in us now. There is a time where people will not be able to take that. We are so blessed. This is the Old Testament. They didn't have that option, right? They had to be led by a leader. It says, he ordained his own priesthood he instituted new festivals as a counterfeit. Jeroboam made two calves of gold and placed one in Bethel and the other in Dan so that the people would have places to go worship and not return to Jerusalem. Isn't that amazing? That's what's happened with these big churches. There are big churches who copy other churches and keep setting themselves up and they're missing what their call was. Do you know what I'm saying? If people, that's what's so blessed about here. We really develop people in who they are. Gene even said in ordination, he, does, he wants everybody to be an original. We're not here to make everybody look like us, dress like us. We want you to grow and be who God called you to be and go where God sent you to be. All right. Isn't that awesome? Hey, let me tell you what happened after this. God sent a, God, a man of God to Jeroboam and he said to him, hey, This is not the way they're supposed to be. And he's like, Hey, how do you know? I'm going to send a sign. And he sent a sign, and the sign happened, and the altar broke, and it was divided. And it was done for him. And God called out another name who will come and take the baton. And it was Josiah. Do you see what I'm saying? We all have something we have to accomplish on this earth. If you're not going to do it with him, he's got another name he's going to call out to do it. Do you get what I'm saying? We're not doing that here. That's why the Lord showed we're ready to go out these doors. The nine who got ordained, the ones who've already been ordained, we're not trying to go out and do something we're not supposed to be doing. We're trying to spread the relationship of Christ. And this place will reap where it has not sowed because it's all connected. Isn't that awesome? Okay, now get this. Go back to the verse. Go back to this verse. Go back to this verse, you'll laugh. This is cute. You know, I like to let I love that when the Lord really kind of shows me these things. It says, Okay. So he would receive five talents, came and brought the other five talents. Okay, hold on. He said to him, Oh, go back to twenty-three. Go back to Matthew twenty five, twenty three. And then I only have a few more verses. His Lord said to them, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. That is lowercase. This is exactly what the Lord said. <laughs> Enter into the joy of your Lord. In that other kingdom, they entered into the joy of the false worship center, not going up to Jerusalem. I'm asking you all today, who is your Lord? This can be manifested in the kingdom of light. And it can also be manifested in the kingdom of darkness. (laughs) That means this theory of the talents can be produced from the vantage point of the earth, from the vantage point of Satan, and from the vantage point of the spirit. I'm telling you. And he said, who will you be celebrating with in 2017? Who will you be celebrating? Who will you be celebrating with in 2017? How do we know we are celebrating with Jesus? Why do we know expansion is now? This is deep. Isn't this good? There are principles in the Bible you can use, and that's good. You can study them all you want to, and your tongue can be cut with pride, and you can abide in that, and guess what? You'll experience abundance, but not the abundance you were called to. See, everybody in here, nobody's going to be a C-section. Nobody's going to be induced birth. Everybody's going to be exactly what I call it. Everybody's going to be exactly where they need to be. And they're going to be birthed where they need to go. And they're going to have a heart for God because they're going to know the assurance that he's already called us to do. Give me Isaiah 55, 6 and 7. So now here are four points. One, we're going to make it. Because we have a ministry that doesn't mind chastening, rebuking and scorching. I'm going to say what God told me to say. Because I love you all. Because I feel your love. Do you know what I mean? That's where I feel a very strong stake in my body. To not let one person lost. Not let one person get to where they're supposed to be. I mean, I feel it personally. I mean, I cry over when I think something's not going in the way that's supposed to go. But I don't have to understand it. Because everything can be turned to the good. He tells us in Isaiah 55, seek the Lord while he may be found i'm gonna tell you there's a day you're not going to be able to tap into this so let's get it matured let's get it let's get the spots moved let's get the wrinkles ironed out let's get the blemishes call upon him while he is what near he is near he's near this ministry let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts let him return to the lord and he will have what mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly what pardon 2017 pardon pardon go to Isaiah 62 1 you know and this was given to this ministry it was a test it was Zinni was given a um an Indian guy came and he talked about Isaiah 62 and this was so beautiful not one who comes in this door will be forsaken For Zion's sake, I will not behold my what? Peace. So now, remember, keep these words. He already told us that he's going to pardon us with what? Mercy. Everybody remember mercy. Okay. Now he says, I will not hold my what? Peace. So we have mercy and we have peace. As for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest. Man, we need to keep going up to Jerusalem because for that sake, he will not rest on us. He will not stop doing what he's going to do. We've got to stay worshipers going up to Jerusalem, not getting off track in other places. Hey, when people church hop, not a good thing. You are assigned to one flock, and that flock is to help you get to where you need to be to go up to Jerusalem. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her righteousness, that's the church. Goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns. I want everybody burning up, baby. Right? I'm serious. I want the love of Christ to stay burning up in you. Because if we can keep that light lit, we are doing what? Expanding. We're expanding because you're not going to just come and sit here. If that fire's lit, you're going to say what you got to say. Go where you got to go. Do what you got to do. Receive the promises he has for you. So that means... There is full, he's already promised his word. We have pardon. We have full assurance he's going to do this for us. How many people want to go up to Jerusalem? Right. Okay. So he has promised us that. We are celebrating with the king. Because of the assurance of Zion's salvation, that means our restoration. Everybody in here will be whole. We have been trusted because we've trusted him with souls. This ministry is expanding because we've already been trusted with souls that were not lost last year. Not one was lost in those pictures. There were people in that video that were saved. There are people that were changed. Not one was lost. Hey, just looking at the picture with Scott, looking at Darla, looking at Christina, uh, Christian, looking at Victoria, look at the families God has sucked into here to bring them in, raise them up, and put them out. They were not given up on because Christ does not give up on us. Why? Go to Galatians 3.15. Galatians 3.15. It is a changeless promise of expansion if we have his seed. If we have his seed, we recognize the source that produces the expansion. It says, brethren, I speak in the manner of men because that's how we understand. Though it is only a man's covenant, yes, if it is confirmed, no one can annul it and no one can add to it. I love it. Dr. Lee's promise. The Lord says he can't leave until he experiences what? The glory of the Father. So guess what? That is confirmed. It is done. It is assured. He doesn't need to be sick anymore. He's not going anywhere until that, the enemy doesn't have to attack him anymore. But no one can annul or add to it. Next verse, 16. Now to Abraham and his what? Seed. That's one. Where the promise is made. He does not say, and to seeds, as of many, but as of one. And to your seed, who is what? Is everybody, raise your hand if you're saved. Everybody in here is saved. Is there anybody in here who's not saved? Okay, because we need to make sure we get that seed of Christ in you tonight, (laughs) okay? Because I want everybody to have the assurance that they are going to be advanced and what he starts on earth, he what? Brittany, finishes it in heaven, you know? Next verse. And this I say that the law, which was 430 years later, cannot annul the covenant that was confirmed before God in Christ. That it should make the promise of no what effect. God, this is awesome. God already taught us what the true multiplication of He showed us mercy, He showed us peace, He showed us love through the Son. Man, if we have that abundance in our life, we've got everything we need for this ministry. This is the year of abundance, this is the year of expansion. Isn't it beautiful? It is so beautiful. I love it. The law or no natural force can break it. The only thing that can break is if we disagree not to do it. If we become like the bad king. I like it. It was a good king became bad king. Do you know what I mean? We want to be kings that rule on this earth. Man, how do you know the kingship of Christ is manifesting on this earth through us? We become low. We become gentle. We become abundant with his mercy and his peace. But guess then what, he, what did he do? When he entered into jerusalem what did he do when he entered into jerusalem on a donkey he had to clean the temple out i love this ministry we're a ministry that cleans the temple right that's why everybody's going to come to the spots class put on the music no i'm (laughs) like hey the one thing i like about the 007's theme is because it's a camera honing in right on the spot And like like 007, we're going to clean those spots of deception out and we're going to cleanse the temple. we got to have our temple cleansed. How do you know the king rules here? A lot of temples have been cleaned this year. (laughs) Come on, raise your hand if you've had a temple cleaning. Okay, right? Praise God, we've had a temple cleaning. All right, because all the promises come through his seed. Because of one, many have been saved. Many promises. Raise your hand if you've received a promise this year. Right? The greater one is in us. And he sent us the source, the Holy Spirit. So this year is about multiplication. Put up Jude 1, 2, and 3. This is number three. As we continue to contend for the faith. This is what the Lord told me. This is so awesome. Mercy. Everybody. Peace, everybody, love, be multiplied to you. Beloved, we're his beloved. If we have the seed, we are his beloved. While I was very diligent to write you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all delivered to all the saints. Man, we all got the same vantage point, don't we? We're all coming from the same thing. Now, there's another version. My Bible says, it says, it doesn't say beloved. It says to the sanctified. Okay? I don't know, Todd. Check a different version on that. Check the, um, the NIV. Or no, the New King James, Kings James Version. I want you to see this, how it was written. Because this is a ministry where you're not just justified by faith. You are being what? sanctified by the ministry of Jesus Christ. Do you know what I mean? So you can be glorified. We learned that at ordination. You don't have the other version? When it said beloved, did you, you have the other? Put the, just the King James. Do you see it? It's okay. Beloved, I give you, no. It's written in another version where it says to the Sanctified. Isn't that awesome? The sanctified are the people that come in this ministry, and they allow Jesus to sanctify their soul. Because if your molt soul is being sanctified, you're able to contend for the faith, knowing that the insurance of his promise is going to come about. It's so beautiful. He said to me, we who are called sanctified are preserved our multiplication of mercy, peace, and love. We stay hungry and we must stay hungry earnestly for the faith. How do you stay hungry? This is so beautiful. He said, our hunger is measured by our dependency on the relationship. Remember, this ministry is to teach you how to get into what? Relationship. Knowing we receive our manna and bread in the morning and we receive our meat in the evening. The evidence of our dependency is the abundance of our peace, our mercy, and our love. How do I know that you're depending on Christ? You give me mercy. How do I know you're depending on Christ? I feel peace when I'm with you. How do I know that you're depending on Christ? Because you have love. I feel your love. You feel my love. That's so important that that must multiply out in our houses of peace. We must hunger for his peace. We must hunger for the mercy. We must hunger for his love. And he will give it liberally to us. Isn't that awesome? So it's time to build up in him so that our building can go out. Can I have the clicker? I'm going to show you a couple of things. Our planting and watering allows God to give the increase out there. Can I have the clicker? This is where kingdom life is going this year. Thank you. Do you have that thing up? Okay. Go ahead. I get to be like Zinni on this. The little clicker. There's a style with it. Okay. That's my style. Okay. 2017, we're coming to the end of this. Kingdom life, ministry of love. Jesus came as the reconciliation of love. So everybody who's in here is a part of this. Go to the next. Oh, me. Go to the next. (laughs) I got a clicker. Okay. Okay. This is the vision of Kingdom Life. And as you look at it, we have Houses of Peace on Wednesdays. We have our Pastors Conference where we help pastors come in and experience this because there are people stuck in the wrong church. They're they're stuck in their place and they don't know where to go. We have our Kings to Kings outreach. We have Train to rain for the businesses. We have Sonship on Thursday. We have Quipping the Saints on Saturdays, which is now. We have our Omega Outreach where we reach out to other ministries. We have our Glory Night where we just worship in his presence so people can be changed, miracles, signs, and wonders. We have Omega Outreach. We have Soul Shifters and the Spots class helping people to get their mind renewed. We have our global connection to King Jesus Ministries. We have our Kingdom Fit getting our temple ready. And we have royal relationships and we will be starting a Kingdom Life Sunday service. That hasn't started yet, but that will be starting. This is the thing where we're really expanding this year and it's Houses of Peace. Why? This year, our Houses of Peace encompassed Chris and Tori here at our hub, Carrie and Paige out in Pooler, and Sheila out in Richmond Hill. That was this year. I mean, oh yeah, I keep thinking it's New Year's Eve. That was 2016. Hey, how did that happen? Huh? No, 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 I don't want to be there. There we go. I don't want to be there. Are you doing it? Okay. As the three pulled in tighter to Jesus, it doesn't work. Okay. Oh, you really were doing it the whole time. <laughs> I thought you were fighting me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, there's two golden calves there. Yeah. Okay. So we have Carrie page. What it is is as the, as the time went on and they committed themselves, they got pulled in. They got pulled in, they got protected by this, by this ministry so that they could mature and they tested the waters. All right. Then what happened is they were in, this doesn't work. Okay. I got it. Okay. No, there we go. (laughs) I'm talking to it. Okay. Okay. Now, as they pulled in and grew, they received, we had three, we had three talents. But as they stayed, people kept coming to those three entities. And it grew more people. More people started growing. And then when the expansion happened, now we have eight houses at peace. Isn't that awesome? How when we started, this started just on a Wednesday night, one teaching. Gene taught on Saturday, Lee taught on Wednesday. Then it became three houses apiece. Now we have Carrie and Paige in Pooler. Carl and Mamie doing new beginners here in the conference room. Wida is out in Southbridge. These are all ordained ministers. Mike and Anika are going to have their two in Pooler. We have Sheila out in Richmond Hill. Robin is going to be doing Hinesville. All right, Todd's going to be out in Liberty County midway. And we have have Brenda and Tom out in Dutch Island. And Chris and Tori are still going to take care of the hub here. Isn't that amazing? One seed got planted into different people. And they got to grow and be ordained. Now they're ready to go out and do what? Expand. So 2016, there were three houses apiece. 2017, there are eight. Guess what's going to happen next year? Right, because we're going to double our talents. We're going to have 16 next year that is our goal that means we're going to be we should be ordaining more people but there's going to be more outreach so we can get these visions the so people can grow where they need to grow doesn't it make you want to just grab that vision book and just take it home do you know what i mean so you can have a house of peace because that's the job our job is to expand the kingdom of christ outside these doors and he will stamp every single one of you with signs, wonders, miracles, revelation. In relationship, he's going to do it. Okay, so that's one venue. Now we have what's called our pastor's outreach. Kingdom Life Ministries, We it's called Omega Outreach. We have connected with the Glory Worship Center, Dr. Lee. We have connected with Elohim Church, which is uh, Leroy and Carol Kirkland this year. And we connected with the Emmanuel Church in Hinesville. Those are the three we talked to this year. I mean, last year. All right. So as they pulled into us and they grew with us, more were drawn during pastor's conference. In that drawing, this is what came out for this year. We have the Glory Worship Center. We have Elohim Christian Center. We have Glory Ministry Center and Worship, Dr. Lee. We have Soaring Eagles Prophetic Ministry connected. And each one is connected to an evangelist that connected us. We have the Restoration Church in Pooler. We have the Jessup Church of God. And we have the Emmanuel Christian Church in Hinesville. So we're in in Jessup. We're taking this to Jessup. We're taking this to Hinesville. We're taking this to, to Darien. We're taking it to Brunswick. We have it now in areas in Savannah. Isn't that awesome? All because of the one seed, we are reaping where we have not sown. We're going to be get, these visions are going out to places where Gene himself may not have ever been. Do you get what I'm going on this? It's a beautiful message, but we want to be celebrating with the King. We want to keep doing it His way in this growth, because next year. We have three outreaches for 2016. We have seven that we've got to continue building in in 2017. And now the goal is what? To double what we've done, which is 2018, 14 outreaches. Isn't this awesome? Okay, now here's the, I love this next move. The next move, it has to do with the business. And see, this is so important because we are a marketplace ministry. Even Paul had to work. So, we all got to work. How many people work? Right? How do we get out there to meet people? Do you know what I mean? If you don't have a house of peace, you need to work. There's work to be done. So, we teamed together with with Kingdom, we teamed together with CE Hall Construction and Real Estate, and we created a train to reign. This year, we're going to be building and having a glory council, which we're going to call the Wisdom Tabernacle Table. And these are businesses that are going to connect with us. And these businesses, some of them have already grown, come into this ministry. They have taken this out into their business. They have multiplied, and then they have given into our business. They have given in. They have, they have we have reaped where we have not sown. I'm telling you, Monica Curtis, she's going to be our insurance connection. We have the Jessup Wellness Center, Shauna and Cameron. I don't know if you guys know them, but she actually uses all our visions in her wellness center. And she said, Lord told her. She's got to start giving her tithe of her company into this ministry. Isn't that awesome? Because she's grown so much. Stephen McKinney in media. Man, this man was told to do everything media and not to charge us. That's how he's sowing into us. And he was one of the sons that was ordained last week. And then we have Preston Laird. I love it. Came Christina and Rachel. I'm just so impressed with this. This man came, Rachel invited him to a train to rain. He really experienced God. And he's a lender and he did Christina's loan and he changed mortgage companies and the mortgage company has a deal. Anywhere you want to sew, $250, any of the clients, if they don't have a place, he gets to pick the place. We received our first $250 off of Christina's closing on her house because Christina picked us. Isn't that awesome? I'm telling you. God is going to bring the money we need to keep expanding. But it's not going to be how we think. It's going to be because we took care of another. It's going to be because we expanded out these parts and gave his seed and multiplied it. And how do we first multiply it? Mercy, peace, and what? Love. It, may, it draws people to want to give. God knows we still need money to do this. So I was so impressed. Preston comes in here with 250. He was so happy to give this check. And he never met Gene. He doesn't even, he's only been here once or twice for Train to Rain, did a closing, and he's like, I know I got to do this. Isn't that awesome? And then he had an experience in the conference room this week. And it was awesome. And so he's going to be sitting on our council. We have Ray Rosario. Ray Rosario from Synergy Wellness. He's been with us since the beginning, Train to Rain. That man has missed very few Train to Rain classes over the past five years. Do we have Kim McCarthy? Kim McCarthy. Everybody knows Kim? Kim. Yep. She's on it. And then we have where we have invited Dr. Graham to be on it for, you know, but, and that I, I know you're still deciding, but the beautiful thing about this is everybody who comes to our glory council, they're already increasing their business because of the seed. So they have also they want to give Brenda and Tom are excellent givers. They already naturally give so we can help grow the kingdom together. Isn't that awesome? That's the last one. All right. So we picked those areas because we wanted you to show how we're building up in him, but now how we have to bid out with another. And people's heart will just generously give. So our planting and watering is allowing God to give us the increase in the earth. And our self-denial. Come on. Not everybody wants to do a a house of beasts. There is going to be some self-sacrifice in doing this. Even Carrie was the first to say, I, I, I. I, I, I'm doing a house of peace. <laughs> and Carrie, your testimony is great. The people who've gotten saved, the growth he's experienced, now he's so glad he did it. Our self denial is that seed in Christ because Christ is life. Christ is the word. Christ is love. Christ is truth. It produces within itself. A seed produces within itself. So if we're going out by our words, By the sound of the revelation, we're expanding. It's the breath of life. You know, it says in Thessalonians that the breath of life reveals the enemy. So the more you speak the testimony, it reveals the enemy so it can be cut off and it can what? Expand into what it's called to do. So kingdom life is building and it will endure. The Lord showed me a verse in Kings that said when he builds, he will build an enduring house. And he told me to keep calling that out for this ministry. This will be an enduring house. Developing and restoring others. So what can we do? I want everybody to leave today. Here's the first thing you're going to do. Grow up. That's the first thing. (laughs) Grow up. Want to mature spiritually. You're going to worship. You're going to spend time in the word. You're going to let your seed increase and multiply. The second thing he told me is don't give up. Give. Don't give up. Keep giving. Keep giving. Keep seeking God. Stay focused on Him. Stay blinded to Him. Don't stay focused from the vantage point of the earth because what you see on the earth, you're not, and then what you see on the earth is not going to move you. You need to stay focused on what He shows you and what He tells you. And then I'm encouraging you all to wait for the parting of the Red Sea. Wait and watch what he is going to do this year. Wait and watch. So if you think nothing's happening, you think you're, wait. You can mark this down. Wait and watch what he is going to do this year. It's awesome. The Lord is so good. I, I really do hope that you guys enjoyed this message. Because it wasn't the full message. There's another part. But I'm not going to go into that. But I want you to know that a- expansion comes from within. For the awareness of grace. I'm going to tell you, I'm so excited about the territory God wants to take us to. He really wants us to mature, grow up, and expand this mission out. I tell Carrie all the time, what else do we have to do? Because every time we go out and do what we want to do, where do we end up? Back here. <laughs> I love this. I love Gons and Ashley are back 2017. They're going to be on the thing. You know what I mean? I'm telling you people, it's easy to go out this door, come back this door, but God will always bring you back to the place so you can get what's up in the harvest. Man, think about this. Every year he has something in the vineyard for you. Do you enforce what he gives you? Do you take what he really has for you? No, because most of us don't know the fullness of what he has. So we get ourselves depressed. We get ourselves stuck when he wants us to enforce what's already ours. He wants us to pull down what he already has released for every single person in here. And if this ministry is expanding, then guess who else is expanding? Everybody's sitting in these seats. So I thank God for everybody who stays committed, who gives, who loves, who's growing. Because now, if you've been held back, it's open. You know, And everybody's going to experience this this year. So I just want everybody to stand up. Stand up. And we're just going to honor God and thank him. And we're just going to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I just thank you for helping us to possess the land within us so that we can go and possess the land of Savannah. Lord, I thank you for the abundance of mercy, peace, and love that you have bestowed on us. Lord, I thank you for giving your son, Jesus Christ, so we can have the seed in this time to enforce. Lord, I thank you for the heart that you've put in this ministry and the visions that you have given us to help nurture and mature the body of Christ into their talent, into their ability, into the place where you have called us to be. So, Lord, I thank you for the beautiful place that you have created in the heavens for us. I thank you for your son's guidance and direction and sanctifying our mind. Lord, I thank you for the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is the guarantee of all truth, and the source, source of everything you want us to know, be guided, and be taught. So, Lord, we honor you, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.